Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Studio, where we talk about real life, real conversations that pertain to your health and well-being and how you can become your own medicine. I am a firm believer in that. We have the ability to change within that can make a huge impact and difference in your health, your wealth, and your overall well-being. So welcome, welcome. I am Lauren McLaughlin. I am your host of The Other Side of the Studio, and I'm coming to you very raw today, very raw because even just in the thought and the rehearsing and the processing of today's subject matter and my guest today, I is a, I'm a very highly emotional human and my emotions will come out. I can tell you that because I haven't been able to do a pass without crying. So just, I am so grateful for my guest that is with me here today in spirit because he is no longer with us. Dr. John Evans. Ah, see, this is when I'll start crying. <laughs> Let me get through this and then I can get to the subject matter. So John and I were professional um, had, or had a professional relationship and he has such, such a special place in my heart, but in my work. So um, bear with me. I, I really couldn't get through this. So I thought I just, I, my time is up and I was running late. So here I am raw. But Dr. John Evans is my guest today. And it was intentional just because of the topic that we're talking about um and how we are looking to achieve or we're, we're looking for love and happiness and wisdom as we start to navigate through our life always right and so dr john evans um is very very important to me and let me get through this and then i will start <laughs> bringing my words back into place so there's a story. Um, today we're going to talk about a book that really holds a, a very integral part of the work I do, which is our book for the month. So here at Conscious Strong, we have a monthly reading and uh, each month, then at the end of the month, we will then have a conversation um, about the book. So the book this month is Buddha's Brain. So on that, I thought, well, I just want to bring John um, back into my space. He passed away in December, but he is the one that shared Buddha's brain with me. And so I'm going to give a brief little story of how that came about, and then we can move into why Buddha's brain is a book that I carry around with me almost like any of my resources. I have a handful of them and Buddha's brain will always be one. And there is a reason why. So I would say six years ago in my quest and my research for wanting to discover why I'm witnessing in clients this inner awakening, it was like I called it the magic. When I would see it in a client and, and it would literally happen just in front of me, there, I would see it in their eyes, I would see it in their facial expressions, I would see it in their posture. And I just, I was just so just, I, I wanted to find out why, why is this happening? So it led me down the research path here in my local area where we we're blessed with the, the resources that we have here in the Triangle area of North Carolina. 
and my um, it led me to John Evans. But there's a story. So I was at the wellness center here in our local area, and the sauna is my go-to place. So the sauna is where I go within. I go meditate. It is something that I do. I try to do daily. And on this particular day, I would say about six years ago, I go in and it's filled with a bunch of men. That's okay, men. I love you too. Um, but they were very chatty. So I usually always go in and take a seat in my lotus position, my legs crossed, and I close my eyes. So I listened to all of the men have their conversations about yard work and various sports and so on. And then all of a sudden it got quiet. And I heard, sorry, I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> it's that I hear, do you teach yoga? And I was like, it's kind of quiet in here. So I open my eyes and I peek and I see John. <laughs> I didn't know John at this time. And so I go in to tell John, no, I don't teach yoga. I do practice yoga, but Pilates is my background. And so there the conversation started. The conversation was about our professions. And then when it got to him and passing over, asking, John, what do you do for a living? He shared, I teach writing to heal at Duke Integrative Health. And I just dropped. Like I said, oh, my gosh, I am supposed to meet you. And he probably thought I was a little crazy at that time. We've had many laughs about it. But he was the missing piece of the puzzle that I had in this quest or this work that I was doing. So in my practice, I teach writing. So I bring writing as an integral part of the work I do along with the movement. And so he and I started this conversation and dialogue and it started a beautiful business relationship um, that he, you know, which is processed through research around writing to heal at Duke Integrative Health and the research that he's done with Dr. Pennebaker at the University of Texas, that they co-authored a book um, that he followed Dr. Pennebaker's work. And it is truly fascinating on how it is uh, science backed and proven that just by writing in this particular way, it can change your brain. Um, so that is what I brought forward to John and asking about understanding the brain and how it helps us to process, you know, whether it's disease, whether it's emotional disease, uh, you know, that how can just writing and then moving our bodies, how can that make a difference? And that's when he shared with me Buddha's brain. So Buddha's Brain is a book that I love because it's very practical. It's an easy to understand. It's um, the neuroscience of our complex system can be overwhelming. But what Buddha's Brain provides is a very practical guide um, from Buddha's perspective on how you can change your brain. So there, I got through it. John, thank you for being here today as my guest, Dr. John Evans. I'm going to drop his link. Here is his link if you would like to read more about him. Um, you can jot that down, capture an image of it if you're watching this live. If not, I will put this in the captions and in the chat so that you can further read about 
the work that he did. So again, he was an integral part of my work. And this was about six years ago that we started this journey of uh, deep diving into the neuroscience of how and why I was witnessing that magic in clients. And so the, mu uh, the music, the, um, the message today is, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I, it is interesting. I know I'm kind of, as I kept rehearsing this and rehearsing this, I kept fumbling and I just said, just go, just go raw and just go real. So here we are. So there is John's website that you can, um, can go look into. So I'm going to go back to here. So I'm doing this, I know, just on the fly today. So John was very fascinating in his work and how the process of just writing in this particular way can help with migraine headaches, can help with weight release, can help process through cancer. Um, he worked with a lot of cancer patients towards the end of his life in time with us here. He passed away this past December. And he shared with me numerous studies, numerous studies that he did at Duke uh, University, as well as with the studies that he did with Dr. Pennebaker at the University of Texas. And so, again, this is why I'm bringing forward Buddha's Brain, and I will drop the link for that book if you have an interest in reading it. So as I shared, every month we read a book here at Conscious Strong. And Buddha's Brain is our book this month. And that is why I thought I would have this conversation with you today on the other side of the studio, if I can make it through it. And so the Buddha's Brain, if anyone is not familiar with Buddha um, and Buddhism, I am, this is a secular conversation. I'm not in any way, shape or form bringing forward uh, it from a religious position. I'm bringing it forward just from the idea of finding this inner awakening as Buddha shared with us in his journey um, I, two, 3,000 years ago, 2,500 years ago, um, and how he discovered this awakening through the process of dealing with his suffering. And this is what we talk a lot about here um, at Conscious Strong, but here on the other side of the studio is that how can we start to embrace our suffering so that we can discover that inner awakening because they work together. Suffering is something that we all experience as a human. That is part of the human experience. And so often we find ourselves wanting to turn away from suffering because we want it gone. We don't wanna deal with suffering. So we end up going down that path of either falling victim and wanting to complain or find, you know, fault in others, where in fact it really lies within us and how we process and discover how we can move through that suffering in order to get to that inner awakening. And literally that is what I was witnessing when I was working with clients in physical movement. That inner awakening was that magic. And so the book, Buddha's brain is a very practical approach and it's in practical language, easy to understand from a neuroscience perspective. So I just highly recommend that you grab a copy. Again, I'll put the link in the chat. You're welcome to join us in our conversation that will be on the 30th. So that is going to be on, yes, it is on Memorial Day, but it's at 
5 p.m. Eastern Time if you would like to join in the discussion. It is a fascinating book. So I invite you in. So let's go through some of the key points that will come from the Buddha's brain. The first is that our minds can change the structure of our brains and influence the way we feel. That is the premise of one of the key principles of that book. And it talks about how being able to go inward, finding those moments of being still and, and introspective, which is the work that John brought forward in terms of introspective writing and processing your emotions, that is going to help you find that inner peace, that inner awakening, the love, the happiness, the wisdom that lies within you. And so it, we do have the ability to reshape our, our thinking and reshape our brains. The second key idea of the book that I'll bring forward for just light conversation today is that by engaging in this self-reflection, it leads to this happiness and the joy and gives us that more fulfilling life. Now, this is what I feel starts to um, make the impact or have the impact on us becoming our own medicine because we, our system is so complex. And if we sit in our self-pity or we, we sit in, the, in victimhood, that is going to lead to very destructive chemical reactions in our system heightened cortisol levels, which is talked a lot about in the book, and how that chemical exchange itself is going to only feed um, disease in your system. Um, and so by going into the self-reflective space, you are creating that opportunity for healing. And then thirdly, that I'll bring forward for today's conversation will be... Um, the suffering. Suffering is part of our human evolution. It is always with us. We are going to suffer. I once had someone say not that long ago, you know, I don't think I've ever suffered. I mean, I don't think I've had a really happy life. And I just want to just, I, I actually said to this person, wow, okay, you really do need to go inward and, and discover where you've suffered because as a human, we've all suffered. And suffering is actually good for us. Actually, it gives us the human experience that will lead us to that awakening and that enlightenment in life. So and if you, when you can embrace your suffering, and we've all had it. I refer to it oftentimes as traumatic experiences. And this is what John brought forward in his practice is writing about your traumatic experiences will uncover and expose the root and allow you to move through it. And towards the end of our business relationship before he got uh, really sick and had to uh, slow down his work, we were doing workshops together on the process of writing, and then I would implement the movement strategies that would help process uh, through those traumatic experiences or those moments of suffering that would lead those uh, in, the, in the group to be able to process their emotional uh, 
their, the emotions that came forward. And that was what John would share would be the healing process. And it's life changing. He shared so many amazing stories. So being able to process through um, those moments of suffering without it leading you to wanting, and the theme of this week has been uh, complaint-free living and judgment-free living, um, which lie in that same space of suffering and how when we have moments of suffering, we choose to blame someone else or we go into that land of victimhood, which will lead us to judging others as well as complaining, which we know serves nothing at all. And as I've been sharing this week is that when you're in those moments of, of judgment or complaining, it really is a reflection of you. So I'm asking everyone this week that in those times that you feel judgment coming forward or that desire to complain, is that I ask for you to pause for just a moment. Know that it is truly a reflection of you in those moments. And that may give you a different perspective of how you wish to um, move forward with that desire to judge another or judge yourself is the main thing, as well as complain. So this week's theme has been, I've jumped around, has been moving into the rest of this week from a judgment-free position, as well as a complaint-free position, and just see how that shows up in your life. That is the perspective of Buddha's brain, is being able to move into life complaint-free. Um, let me go back to my notes here that I just loved on, see if I can get to it, is that Buddha, his final stages, let's go here. Um, a Buddha is free from greed. Um, and let me go to it. Hatred and ignorance and characterized by wisdom, compassion, and freedom. Enlightenment brings insight into the deepest workings of life and therefore into the cause of human suffering. The problem that had initially set Buddha on his spiritual quest. And so this is the whole premise of Buddha's quest was to be able to process through his own suffering and, and lead him to that enlightenment that leads us to a judgment-free living and complaint-free life. And that is, in the end, my friends, that is going to lead you to becoming your own medicine. So I want to thank you for allowing this uh, time today with me coming to you raw, kind of truly just in the moment uh, that that has been highly emotional for me. So which comes across in fumbling through my papers and not being as organized. But I just want to, um, in memory of John Evans, I highly recommend, I'll put his um, website back up, is to go and uh, research his work. Um, join in on the book club. That will be a conversation that will happen on May 30th, which will be Memorial Day, where we will have a discussion around Buddha's brain. 
And again, just so grateful to have had you with me here in spirit, John Evans. He is an amazing guest, an amazing friend. And I am honored that I had the time that I did with him. So make it a beautiful day. Next week, we'll have a new guest with us and join us next Wednesday at 1130, same time, same place for the other side of the studio where we show up raw. We talk about real life. We talk about ways that you can find that can help you become your own medicine. So maybe there'll be a little nugget that can help you find that awakening that will lead you to becoming your own medicine. Cheers to you, my friends. We'll see you on the other side of the studio.